I'm Carrie Brett, and this is Shot at Love. Do you want to change your dating life and are looking for love? Then change your location. Or you could drive to your closest city and change the radius on your dating app. Try out a new neighborhood hotspot or do what this week's guest, Lori Mendelson, did. Lori Mendelson packed up her two dogs at age 66 and moved from Wisconsin to Maine. As a result of this bold and brave move, she started dating someone new and tripled her business. Lori will share how changing her environment changed everything for her. We'll discuss the many ways you can change it up to change your results. Whether that means moving or doing something on a smaller scale, like picking up a new hobby, enrolling in a class, or trying out new technology like a new app to meet people. Lori will also discuss how putting the focus on herself is working for her and loving her new location doesn't hurt either. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Lori Mendelson is a matchmaker, dating coach, dating profile writer, and award-winning entrepreneur. She writes unique profiles that help you tell your story by adding personality, heart, and humor to stand out from the rest. When Lori writes, you find love. People resonate with her because she too is in the dating game herself and has met many terrific men. Today, we'll catch up with her and hear what she's learned about love by relocating. Lori Mendelson got divorced at 61 and found herself in the world of online dating and realized a lot had changed. Her focus is helping people over 50 find love. Today, she's backed by popular demand, and I can't wait to hear what she's been up to. So without further ado, welcome, Lori Mendelson. It's so great to have you back on Shot at Love today. Carrie, it's so great to be here with you, and it is so great to be in the same time zone as you and literally a little over an hour away. It's just amazing, and and I and cannot wait to meet you in real life. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're out of Wisconsin. Nothing against Wisconsin, but you're closer to me in New England. You always had New England in your heart. Let's start with a little bit about your backstory, where you were when I last had you on, and why you decided to make this big change. So Carrie, here's what happened. I was living in Wisconsin. I had a sweet little home. I had a boatload of friends who I still have, thank goodness. And I was just completely stagnant. My energy, I'm not going to say that it was blocked, but my energy was low. I'm also going to bring my dog into this a little bit because she's an important part of of this. I hate using the word journey because it just sounds so corny. But she was part of the path for me to move. But what had happened was I said to myself, I used to live in Vermont. I worked in Boston. I lived in Providence. And I always felt that I was a misplaced East Coaster living in the Midwest. I really didn't align with the directness or lack of directness with people in the Midwest. Now, I'm not bashing Midwestern people. They're wonderful. They're kind. They're sweet. They're nice. But there's something edgier and faster paced and more direct about people on the East Coast, which really resonates more with me. I looked at my life and I said, if I don't do it now, being 66, I'm going to live with regret. And I've already regretted some major things in my life. And I didn't want to live with one more day of regret. I just took a picture of my home. I put it on Facebook. I said, I'm moving to Maine. Now, I didn't even have a house. I didn't know where I was going. My house sold literally in 18 hours. 
for far more than I was asking without a realtor. I started disposing of my belongings. I sold about 60% of my things. And I had a feeling, this very strong feeling of blind faith. And whenever I say that, Kara, I, I get chills and I just got these chills again. I said, the universe, God, whomever, whatever is going to guide me into the right direction, will introduce me to the right people, will align me with people who I need to learn from or be with or connect with or help. And that is exactly what happened. It's uncanny, the alignment that has happened since I've moved here. This blind faith that you talk about, I'm just trying to picture myself as you disposing of 60% of your belongings. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I know how attached you are to the things that you do have in your house, because we talk Mm -hmm. about this. You have Mm -hmm. a really good sense of style and and you love and appreciate lots of art. Mm -hmm. This is a big move and things started to align. So you sold your house in 18 hours, put up a post on Facebook. It was just crazy. And that happened in May. What happened was I, I was walking along Lake Michigan, which is what I used to do every morning. And I had this idea, I'm going to contact realtors in the seacoast area of New Hampshire. And I want to talk about why I chose this area. It's a pretty important piece of the story here. I had something called an astrocartography chart done by an astrologer. And what that is, is this gentleman helped me with my natal chart and aligned me in the part of the world I actually wanted above the Mason-Dixon line in the United States where the best place for me would be for business, for friendships, for health, and for romance, the place that he pinpointed was Portland, Maine. So I'm in, I call it a swath of Portland, Maine. It's about 40 miles north, south, east, and west. I'm in this pinpointed area where this, I'll call it divine alignment, can take place. I knew blindly that this is where I was supposed to be. And I found this home to rent. I'll say something about the home that I rented. (laughs) Let me say this to all the listeners. Never rent a home without seeing it first because it was really misrepresented in the photos. But it got me here and it got me meeting people and it got me really, you know, get the energy flowing of where I was supposed to be. From there, I have met so many people and made new friends and Part of it is the friendships that I've made are men that I've met on Match.com who have become friends. That's nice. You know, they've, they've introduced me to women and they've introduced me to other friends of theirs. And I was just recently contacted by a hospitality department to be their singles expert for a chain of restaurants. And, and it just goes on and on and on and on. I'm not even questioning it anymore. I'm I'm living in this space of, What is meant to happen will show itself to me. And it's showing it to me like gangbusters. As you said, my business has tripled. People are coming out of the woodwork from all over the country. So I really do believe that this space that I'm in is magical and perfect for me in what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Right. So the floodgates have opened and (laughs) I love this. I love this so much because I'm all about making friends. I had to do that in a sense. I felt like a lot of times these dates would be kind of disastrous. And 
if I looked at each date as an opportunity to meet a new friend, it took the pressure away. Yeah. And then that removes that block of this isn't fun. This is not worth my time. Yes. And you never know who you're going to meet. Was there one big aha moment or push for you to step out of your comfort zone or this idea just happened and you just took action? You didn't overthink it. Carrie, I think I underthought it really. (laughs) When my house was almost empty back in Wisconsin, I, I mean, there really was a point. It was actually about a month before I was scheduled to move. And I said, oh, God, maybe I should just stay here. You know, I have such a good life here and I have so many beautiful people in my life. And and I started looking at homes, you know, I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll just stay here. And then I realized if it doesn't work out, I can always move back. You know, I can move anywhere in the world that I want to move right now, which was the beauty, which is the freedom of just allowing myself to be. And and that really, I'm going to say, ties into dating because when we go out on dates, sadly, one of the biggest challenges that I see for my clients is that everyone has this expectation that, oh, she's not the one or he's not the one. or And I am living in this space of just being. What can I learn from this person? What can I share with this person? What can I be with this person? What does he bring to my life? Not having the end story written already, just living in the moment and enjoying it. And I've just had so much fun just exploring and having people show me, hey, let me take you here. Let me introduce you to this person. I mean, I went to a Thanksgiving that I met a guy on Match and I had never met him before. And he said, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And I said, I don't have plans. And he said, you're coming with me to my, my friend Karen's home. And I met Karen and Karen and I have become friends. It's just falling. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. All of these pieces just falling beautifully, magically into place. That's amazing. I went on a date on Thanksgiving, actually. (laughs) I knew the person, but I did do that. And I went on a date on Christmas Eve and on New Year's. It happened. (laughs) Why not? It's just another day, really. And it's a lonely day. So you can suffer or you can go and try something new. I'm all for Uh it. Yeah. It sounds a little crazy to some people, but when you're feeling down and you don't want to do another holiday alone, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd go out with Quasimodo. I wouldn't care. I would just feel like I'm not (laughs) doing this alone. I love it. I love it. (laughs) This ties into something, which is this narrative that we tell ourselves of the things that we can't do. For example, I mean, people have been telling me ever since, you know, I left, oh my God, Laura, you're so brave. You're so brave. You're so brave. Yeah, I'm pretty brave. You know, it takes a lot of chutzpah to pack up all of your things, you know, after clearing out 60% and moving halfway across the country and not knowing, literally not knowing a soul. And people would say, well, aren't you afraid? And I would say, God, I'm not afraid. I'm excited. I'm eager. I'm jazzed to see what comes to me and who I will meet, who I will help, who I can align with, and everything I'm going to learn about this area that I live in now called the seacoast. And carry my life now. Every morning, I go to the Atlantic Ocean. It's like church for me or temple in my case. With my dogs, they run. They run two miles along the beach. And before we moved, my veterinarian told me, she said, I don't think your dog little bit's going to make it. She's just too old. She's weak. 
little bits like eight years old now, little bit <laughs> got this, the same, you know, revitalization that I got from moving here. It worked out not only for me, for my psyche, for my emotional health, but also for my dog's well-being too. That's so nice. And yeah. little by bit, <laughs> bit by bit, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, Carrie, I just want to throw something in too, you know, that we've talked before on one of the shows about doing the nationwide search when you're doing dating. I know people get stuck. They live in fear without having that safety net. The real safety net is you. Your friends, yeah, you hope they'll show up. You hope they'll be there at three in the morning if you have to go to the hospital. But when push comes to shove, you're really the only one that you can count on. Why not try something new? God, I mean, life is so short, so precious. It goes by at the blink of an eye. Just try something different. Go to a new place. Take a class. Go up to a complete stranger. Say something to them. I was so alone, and I had a conversation earlier today with another podcaster, and I went back and I said to him, honestly, listen, my show is really for the person I was in 2014 and 2015. Mm-hmm. That won't change. That is the why. I had no information. When, when I was dating, the only person I could depend on was me, truly. Mm-hmm. You're so right about that because you can have girlfriends, you can have your family. They're not going to drag you over the finish line. <laughs> you know, in, in fact, you know, they're speaking from their narrative, which is a, a man needs to be X, Y, and Z. A woman needs to be X, Y, and Z, which doesn't apply to you necessarily. And so many people come from a place of fear rather than hope. Or rather than curiosity, I always use that word curiosity. You know, Carrie, you and I, we've been on enough dates in our lifetime to last three lifetimes. You know, right? <laughs> we, you know that book we could be writing along with millions of other women. We're survivors. We thrived from it. What's the worst that could happen? Okay, yeah, you could physically get hurt. You could get scammed. You could get all of these things. But, but by and large, you're not going to. Be fearless. Running my own business, I had to get it done. I had to pull the long hours, and I just really approached online dating. Don't overthink it. Get in the shower. Try again. Yep. People get tired. They get fed up. But when you know that it's down to you and your effort, I feel like that is comforting. And I also believe that there's something about just releasing it, going into it, not even thinking that it's going to be something, air quotes, something. Just enjoy the the moment. This man who I'm dating now, it's a very different relationship than one I've ever been in before Mm -hmm. because it's going really slowly. And normally I would be, well, you know, if we haven't kissed on the third date, this isn't going anywhere. Well, who wrote that book? You know, who decided that? When you're doing online dating by the third date, you don't know this person yet. You have no context So it's really beautiful to be developing context with someone without any pressure of the expectation and casting people aside, you know, with this multitude of, of, I call them broccoli heads, you know, online, they they start to look like heads of broccoli after you look at them for long enough, you know, when you're swiping. Sadly, you know, we've become like numb to what really is behind a person with these apps and these broccoli heads and 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh God, it's like if everyone could just like take a deep breath and go, this your life isn't gonna end if you go out with this guy and it doesn't work. You know, okay, she may not be hot enough for you. Whatever it is, life goes on. I think you definitely over time when things don't work out, you don't take that so seriously. You're like, whatever. <laughs> You're just so over it. And I think that's a good thing. I think where you were back in Wisconsin, you felt that you were putting in a lot of efforts and you weren't getting the desired results that you wanted. As a dating coach, you probably found yourself thinking, well, it's up to me to course correct this now too. You have a boyfriend now. I'm a single girl and you know, I have this narrative in my head that, well, I'm a dating coach. I should have all the answers. But what it comes down to is I want to quote, you know, Notting Hill. I'm just a girl who wants to meet a guy who, you know, can fall in love. I don't have all the answers. I wish that I did. When I coach, I coach from a position of really get, helping people get out of their own way because of all these stories that we've told ourselves our whole lifetime. Life is to make mistakes and to learn and to experience to reflect, okay, what happened? What, what went right? What didn't go right? Maybe I wasn't reading the signs. Maybe there were red flags. Maybe I was more into him than he was into me. And hmm, maybe I need to tighten up my list, you know, a little bit of what it is that I'm looking for. There's so much to learn in this online dating. In fact, one of the men, and, and you interviewed him, Carrie, one of the men who I've met here um, who has become my friend, Dr. DiNapoli, and I are going to be teaching a class this spring about what have you learned about yourself in, through online dating. Oh, wow. That sounds really interesting. Thank you. His episode is really popular, actually, and he has a different take because he is a therapist. I'm really interested in that course that the two of you will be teaching in the spring. That sounds interesting because... Yeah. Your take can be different than, say, a 40-year-old's take or a 30-year-old's take. And there's always something to be taken from everyone's lessons. And you, as a coach, Carrie, know that when you have a client, you have a lot of aha moments as well. It's because we can't see it within ourselves, but we can see it so clearly in others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you helped me along the way so much, too. Oh, thank you. You know, do you remember? Oh, I remember. <laughs> but and I, I see a, a big change in you, 100%, which you should be proud of. You know, Carrie, I am. And, and, and But here's the thing, you know, I'm not one of those people that, that walks around saying, you know, I moved halfway across the country and I didn't know a soul and look at me now. I, I don't live in that space. I, I just live in this space that I don't feel that I had a choice. My life was stagnant. I was... I don't want to say I was dead there. I wasn't dead. I was just existing. It's a perfect example of, like, if you have writer's block or if you are blocked creatively, then change your environment. Mm -hmm. Or give some space for new ideas to come in. Now, I'm someone who will hide in my own environment and just create and hide in my creativity. But if you force yourself out of your comfort zone and take a class or pick up a new hobby or go on a day trip or try a new app, you will get some results. Yes, you will. And changing the environment too, you know, a day trip. I love that you said a day trip. Sadly, what a lot of people never do is live as a tourist in their own city. You know, when we have people from out of town come in, we go to all the tourist spots 
And that's when we get to enjoy them. But how fun would it be if we started living that way that, wow, I really want to go to X, Y, and Z. I've never been there. I've lived here for 10 years. Why am I not trying that? And that's a a great way when you go to that new part of town, say I was dating and I came to visit you, I would change my radius to Kittery, Maine. I know, that's right. I mean, for the for the listeners who really want to get bold, you just, you know, you get on Bumble, you get on Tinder, and you just fly to a few different cities that you've always wanted to see, you know, rather than spending, you know, a whole weekend, let's say you're going to Memphis, go to a couple cities and see who's there. You know, I have a new client that she lives in Maine, she lives in Southern Maine, and she works near Pittsburgh during the week. And I urged her, I said, I want you to go on Bumble and I want you to start setting up dates in Pittsburgh. Okay. The first response is, well, you know, is that going to be transient? The first response is always, well, what is someone else going to think? Who cares what someone else is going to think? Go and have coffee with someone. Right. Go and meet them for dinner, a drink, a walk, do something. You never know. People can move case in point. (laughs) That's right. And how open are you now? Talk about opening the floodgates. How open are you now that a lot of your belongings are gone and you're like this little gypsy who just, now you can just easily move in with someone and start a life with someone. Talk about freedom. You're mount to God's ears, Carrie. I still have a lot of crap. (laughs) I do. I mean, I do. I have, you know, I have this curated collection of very cool different things. A lot of them are hand-painted signs. I collect antique hand-painted signs and huge pieces of art and drawings and this kind of thing. And, you know, it would take someone with a somewhat larger home than a thousand square feet to to house these things but but they're different there's no hobby lobby in this girl's house it's just the very unique curated pieces from all over the country very cool i love that even though you they're precious to you a lot of the things that you let go were just things yep and i think that's so freeing i mean it's almost time for me to get the Marie Kondo dumpster going. I always get a dumpster every year. <laughs> you literally get a dumpster? Oh, yeah. I do because I'm a huge minimalist and I don't like a lot of stuff either. It weighs me down. How great would it be to find the love of your life? The man of your dreams. Do you believe online dating would work if you had the right tools to be successful? Well, I have exciting news. I've created your best shot at love masterclass. I cannot wait to share with you what's worked for me in my life and for many of my clients that have helped over the years. If you enroll in this class, you have a winning mindset and believe in getting help before you start something new. If you're ready to see changes in your dating life and want to take action, check out my free webinar at shotatlove.co. If you decide you're going to choose another path, that you're worth it and you're willing to enroll in the masterclass, you can also register at shotatlove.co. I designed this masterclass specifically for you to be successful. Please know that everything you're going to learn in these nine modules and six coaching calls has been carefully curated for you so you can gain the success you truly want. I will be there for you the whole time. In the meantime, I wish you all the success and I can't wait to hear about your story of finding love. I'm Carrie Brett and I will be your mentor and friend through this incredible journey.
What are some of the things you're doing differently within the structure of your day? Or how do you live life differently? Or even when you started on these dating apps in a new location? I'm pretty much doing the same thing, only I'm doing it in in a very different environment. You know, I used to walk Lake Michigan every morning, so now I walk the Atlantic Ocean. I used to look for beach glass, now I look for seashells. There's this wonderful walking group along the, the beach that I see every morning. So I, I socialize a little bit in the morning with them. And I'm still unpacking, so I'm almost 100% settled right now. I'm telling my story more because I think... By example, my changing so much will really inspire potential clients, my present clients, just to try something new. I'm proof I didn't die. Right. I didn't go broke. I'm not in the hospital. You know, let's think of like the three top Mm -hmm. things that could happen. I wasn't in a car accident. You know, I still have my health. Nothing happened to me except better and greater and more abundance. I'm starting to network now because now I have, you know, an apartment that I'm going to be living in for a while. Now I'm joining networking groups and now I'm going to be doing a lot more in-person networking. And then this hospitality group that wants to partner with me to do these singles events, I'm going to be doing a lot more singles events, um, bringing people together. And that'll be really, really fun. That's good. I want to launch a couple of online courses for people and partner with like, let's say Dr. DiNapoli and my friend Scott Frank, who is an expert on internet dating and safety. And then someone just on LinkedIn today, we reached out to each other and he's a, he's a male relationship coach. And I would love to come up with a course of how to teach men how to date because I've gotten a lot of men lately who are in their late twenties, early thirties, who I don't want to say who never had the training, but who didn't have the guidance from their friends or their fathers or their mothers, how to behave around women, what to say, how to get out of the mindset of how do you pick women up? Do you, I mean, is that really what you want to learn or do you want to learn how to be in a relationship with a woman, how to speak to her, how to honor her? So I am just discovering something new every day, taking a different road, I'll just Go for a very short drive and just be, just discover, just see new things. And as the winter goes through and spring comes, I'm just going to be doing day trips. One of my passions is just getting in a car and driving and going to small towns and finding cool little nooks and crannies and discovering, you know, and there's, I mean, New England is so charming. I know you'll have to come visit me. The other thing about you that you think you've changed or has changed so much is living in this present moment. Do you think you had to get in that mindset first because of the move? Like not having any attachment to what this move would be? Yes, I just made up my mind. I just said, well, the worst thing that could happen is I can move back. And I hate to say this, it sounds horrible, but I knew that if I moved back, I would be such a changed, different person that I couldn't move back. Interesting. I mean, unless I, I don't know why I would move back. Let me put it that way. Other than to be with my friends. I am such a different person now. Carrie, you just, you hit the nail on the head. I used to worry. My stomach was in knots the last year in Wisconsin. I was internally in turmoil. Mm. 
And now I go to sleep and I don't have a care in the world. I mean, I do. I do. I mean, it's a fortune to live here. It's like, what happened? How did this right. happen? Welcome, welcome to New England. God, <laughs> a, a lobster roll, $30. I mean, come on. A hamburger is $20. What is made in that? You know, what's in that hamburger? Gold? But um, it's, 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 it's that. I mean, that's the only fear is, wow, it's really expensive to live here. But everything is coming through for me. The business tripled, you know, I'm picking up side jobs, doing other things too. You know, I used to have a very large pet sitting company that's coming through for me. So it's inspiring. I can't even explain it. It's just this divine alignment that has taken place in my life. And it's from making the decision to release, let go and say, okay, you know what? Show me what's going to happen. Wow. Because this is clearly where I'm supposed to be. Just show me. It's going to come to me. And it is. I love this. I think this is so inspiring. Being a Bostonian, you just have to watch Good Will Hunting to see that none of us ever leave. We stay in that neighborhood. (laughs) 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 Only Matt Damon got out. (laughs) Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg. That's about it. So, oh, but I understand. You know, I understand. I mean, I I think that if I had been born and raised in New England, I don't think I would have ever left either. It's wonderful here. I went to Wisconsin once. I needed a passport. I think <laughs> it's very different. It's very different. It's a great place. When you grow up in that fast-paced world, it's hard to slow down. It's a different vibe. And you know, someone would come into Boston and be like, "I couldn't do it," or I couldn't go into New York City. And I understand that. But I think you just don't know where your people are. You just don't know where the opportunities may lie. And I think you really just need to get out of your own way and sometimes make a change. And leap. Jump. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I mean, make sure that you have the funding to back you up. Make sure that you have a backup plan. Well, that's easy for me to say. I didn't have a backup plan. But I didn't need one because I I had faith. I really had this blind faith. I'm not going to worry. It's going to happen. I just kept saying it out loud. Whatever's meant for me will show itself to me. And it has. I love it. So where can people find out more about you and your dating coaching and these upcoming classes and find you and follow you on social media? Well, Carrie, I'm, I'm featured now in every post office across the country, you know, wanted in 50 states right now. So in case anyone wants to see my picture, <laughs> so, um, no, people, people can find me at smartfunnysingle.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm barely on Instagram. It's like hanging on for, you know, on a respirator. But I'm on LinkedIn under my name, Lori Mendelson. I'm on Facebook under Smart Funny Single. So that's where people can find me. Just smartfunnysingle.com is really the best way to reach me. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It was so great to catch up and I'm so happy for you. I really am. Thank you, Carrie. Carrie, we're going to get together. Well, first of all, you're clean out for one thing, but (laughs) we must because we're just too close now. I know. I'm excited. Thanks so much, Lori. Thank you, Carrie. And for now, this week's dating tips that are inspired by our guest, Lori Mendelson. Number one, if you're afraid to get out of your comfort zone, remember, you are your own safety net because you're the only one who you can truly count on. Number two, 
If you want change, be the change you want to be. Number three, do away with preconceived notions and release any expectations about meeting a person and try to enjoy the moment without attachment to the outcome. I hope you found some of my tips helpful this week. This is what Shot at Love is here for, to help you find love. Keep up the commitment to yourself and commit to helping someone else by sharing this podcast. Stay safe and stay tuned for more episodes. And if you like this show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. I'm Carrie Brett, and we'll see you next time.